0: And now we're going to talk about our top five fight scenes. So, uh, Will specifically had the idea of uh, having us talk about our top five fight scenes. And Will, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what exactly is your definition of a fight scene when you envision this list.
1: So for a fight scene, I wanted to keep it narrow, but broad. I know that sounds hypocritical, but what I mean is... doesn't make any sense. Yes. So what I'm saying is it has to be some kind of physical combat. So no, you know, last uh, football game and remember the Titans or no big argument from 12 angry men, whatever you want to say, a physical fight, whether that's fist to fist or with swords or whatever, we're allowing things like combat sports. So boxing is in the mix or uh, karate matches, I don't know. But also, on the other end, no battle scenes. So the way Dan phrased it at one point, he says, if you can't say how many members are on one side of the combatants at a glance, then it doesn't really count as a fight. So no Helm's Deep, no huge battles, whatever it is. So yeah, limited in its scope, but still physical combat is what we were going for here. Did I miss anything?
0: No, I think it's a little bit subjective. The one thing I would add is... We decided to pick the top five fight scenes as opposed to the top five movies with their collective fight scenes added up ranking those movies. So we are going to be picking specific scenes rather than movies overall. So with that, why don't we hop right into it? Um, Brian, was there anything you wanted to add on the criteria? I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to do honorable mentions first or? I just got one. All right. Why don't you shout out your honorable mention? Will. So this was
1: i actually this was in my top five, and I cut it at the last second when I remembered another fight I wanted to mention. But it's actually a fight we have already discussed on this podcast. My honorable mention is the final fight from Tokyo Drifter. Um, for those of you guys who have listened back to that episode about a year ago, everything I said about it then still remains true. I really like the colors. I really like the sort of absurd action of it. Uh, it's really surreal and bizarre, and it's really blatant in its symbolism, almost like a set-up stage fight, um, and the choreography is uh, ridiculous. And I, my, if I had to point out one thing that I loved, it's it starts black when it's just the villain's shadows appear. It's like it lights up somewhat, but there's still shadows when our hero shows up, and after the last bad guy gets shot, the entire set gets cast in a white light. So it's, it's very, very blatant in its uh, lighting and symbolism through that, and I love it for how ridiculous and over-the-top it is.
0: Nice, why don't we do our lists in alphabetical order? So Brian, you can go first, then then I'll go, and then Will, and we'll do our our number fives, our number fours, our and then counting down. Uh, Brian, what any honorable mentions, and then what is your number five?
2: So I put this list together, admittedly, pretty last minute, but my guiding criterion was to go with the scenes that I remembered most instantly, thinking. Okay, what's a fight scene that I remember? And these are the answers. So I I kept it at five, not too much overflow. But at number five, I have Shrek. Specifically, the scene when he's fighting a tournament's worth of knights to earn the honor of going on Farquaad's quest to rescue Fiona. Uh, Although I think specifically it's like, if he wins, they'll clear out his swamp or something. And he's then got bad reputation. Strung the soundtrack. Yes. Don't give a damn about my bad reputation. It's good editing. Uh, he's smashing his way. He's doing a bunch of wrestling moves, <laughs> of course. Very topical. And yeah, rooted in the late '90s, early 2000s. And yeah, good music.
1: Yeah, I'm a shrill for sh- a-, a-, a shill for Shrek, so uh, I uh, am not offended by this pick.
2: Not offended by anyone's
0: picks. <laughs> So for my five, so I will admit that this is not my forte. Um, I don't go out of my way to see action movies relative to other genres. I don't particularly internalize fight scenes. Like out of all the aspects of cinema, it's it's not one of the ones that is my bread and butter. So this is also kind of a somewhat of a rough pass. I don't know if that's the right phrasing, but it's definitely not a, a comprehensive knowledge feeding into this list. Um, that said, I did try to put some thought into it. And one thing I wanted to try and do is like, think about what are the different types of fight scenes there are and like the different purposes they can kind of serve. And the five that I have kind of, to me, all have a different flavor. I, I've seen all these movies. I reviewed the the fight scenes themselves. And um, here, here's my number five. So for my number five, I have a slapstick fight. Um, just kind of a goofy, exaggerated fight. And uh, this one comes from classic cinema. It comes from 1921's The Kid, the Charlie Chaplin film where he adopts an orphan. And this scene opens with the kid. He's, he's uh, probably about five or six years old, getting into a fight with another kid on the street. And it's kind of like a a fun thing there, but it it just the scene builds and builds because Charlie Chaplin playing the tramp uh, kind of pulls him aside and kind of uh, sets up this, this little uh, scene where it's like, it's a boxing movie and he's the coach talking to the kid. And then he sends him back out in the fight but then it escalates from there because the dad or the older brother of the other kid comes and he's this huge buff enforcer type guy. And then now Charlie Chaplin wants his kid to lose because the the big buff older brother of the other kid says, if your kid beats up my kid, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> and so it adds to this whole escalating thing. And then, of course, the other big guy chases after Charlie Chaplin and it was like punching through walls and like, you know, the tramp, he's like his head's popping out of stuff. And like uh, he's like tapping the wrong shoulder and like confusing the guy. And then this woman appears to like try to mediate them. And Chaplin keeps like instigating the other guy. And it's just very funny, brilliant masterpiece. It's the best scene of that film. It's kind of a mawkish film overall with like Chaplin as the dad taking care of the orphan. But I absolutely love this. This slapstick scene uh, from 1921's The Kid. So, Will, what is your number five?
1: All right. For my number five, I am going with, uh, in a similar way to you, Dan, I somewhat thought about like what type of fights I like in movies. And in particular, uh, I knew I had to include a fight from an animated film. And considering my pedigree on this podcast, avid listeners would guess that the movie that I have chosen is an anime film specifically. Um, and it's the movie Sword of the Stranger from 2007. The final fight from that film is between two guys. One is named Nanashi, which means nameless, and uh, Luo Long. And it is a just a brilliantly animated sword fight on, like, this crazy giant wooden tower set piece. And it's uh, it's animated by Bones, which is an animation studio famous for doing Full Metal Alchemist. Probably a little lesser known than some of the other ones we talked about, but it's really great animation. Um the soundtrack is great as well, but honestly, when it comes to an animated fight scene, just the, uh, the choreography and the animation there, the, the use of the setting and everything like that really comes together to a uh, pretty memorable product. And I want to say for animated fight scenes, most of my favorite ones come from TV shows. The Last Agni Kai from Avatar The Last Airbender, basically all of the fight scenes from Arcane, which came out, I think, uh, last year. But as for animated fight scenes from films, yeah, Nanashi versus Lil' Long from Sword of the Stranger. Great fight. Pretty good movie, but this fight scene is really the. Uh...
2: Nice. Yeah, if TV was on the table, I would have brought in Avatar The Last Airbender as well. Uh, probably something from Breaking Bad. And
0: mine would have been The Hound versus Brienne in Game of Thrones, which is this absolutely visceral,
2: just uh, devastating
0: fist fight that they have.
2: But Brian, what is your number four? Yes, on the subject of brutal, visceral fist fights, I'm going to pick something from Fight Club. Probably the big moment in cinema history would be the first fight between Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. But I'm going to go with the one when Edward Norton says, "I wanted to destroy something beautiful," and he just, on a whim, is beating the shit out of this dude with blonde hair. He just like totally smashes his face and just makes a mess because he's like in a bad mood. And it's gruesome and it sticks with you.
1: And the guy's name like Babyface or something like that, the guy who he beats up. Something like that. Man. Or Angel Face. Angel
0: Face, yeah. So for my number four, I wanted a fight scene that makes me laugh my ass off. A comedic fight scene. And I don't know if any fight scene has ever made me laugh harder than the one in Anchorman. <laughs> when the crew feuds with another... I think it's another TV crew. I don't even remember specifics. I just remember that it's a hilarious fight scene. A crew on on uh, the good guy's side. Obviously, you have Will Ferrell and you have Steve Carell and a couple of others. And then on the other side, I think there's Paul Rudd. I think um, Ben Stiller's there. Anyways, all these comedic actors. And it starts out like they kind of meet in an alley and they're starting to punch each other. And then it just escalates into... Like, way beyond what these kind of white collar dudes would ever possibly be doing. Like, it, it just, it, they're punching each other, and then all of a sudden, a dude completely on fire just walks across. <laughs> um, there's like all these props. There's a, a famous, like, scene, Denouement, after it, is when uh, they're talking about it. And that's the one where uh, it has been obviously turned into an image macro where he says, Boy, that escalated quickly. And then I like the rest of that exchange. He says, I think Brick killed a man. Brick, did you throw a trident at a man? You might want to go undercover for a bit. And yeah, he, there's like, oh, and it ends with, I think it's Paul Rudd or Ben Stiller, somebody's arm getting cut off. And like, <laughs> it's like blood gushing out of it. It's just uh, the the escalation and juxtaposition of ridiculous effects um, really gets me. I wanted to get one from Black Dynamite, um, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, mm-hmm. Michael Jai White. But there I couldn't have I didn't have specific scenes. I had moments. My favorite moment is I threw that shit before I came in the room. (laughs) Yeah, but that's not like a whole fight scene. So I had to go with the the Anchorman one. That's my number four.
1: Yeah, my number four is from a recent film. And it is the fight in the middle of the movie uh, between Evelyn Wong and the Alpha Timeline agents from this year's Everything Everywhere All at Once, which has quickly become one of my favorite movies of all time. And no small part of that is the sort of bombastic over the top off the wall action, just not to spoil too much if you haven't seen the movie, but it uh, is basically a multi timeline movie. And this scene is really the, uh, it really delivers on that premise. And you have these, our main character incorporating all sorts of different skills from different timelines as she battles through these uh, agents. And it's, simultaneously funny and like ridiculous and michelle yuen i believe is her name the lead actor. she's like famous uh kung fu actress she was in uh Crouching tiger hidden dragon among other things so she has uh some pedigree there and she delivers as well with all sorts of ridiculous action and i probably in cinema history there is no fight that better uses a butt plug as a macguffin i still I haven't seen that it.
2: one brian did you catch that one yet i have to see it too but Everyone I've spoken to speaks extremely highly of it. So.
1: Great movie, and the fight scene in the middle
2: is truly one of the greats, in my opinion. Brian, what is your number three fight scene? Okay, number three, I have from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, that long-extended duel near the end when they're cranking Duel of the Fates, and it's between Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. And there are times when the pacing of the fight gets broken up because there's, like, grocery store automatic space doors made of lazies <laughs> yeah. and they have to like awkwardly stand apart from each other for a little while and then periodically the doors open up and then they can rush through and fight again and it obviously is very clearly choreographed and dancy, and everybody's spinning around unnecessarily but it looks really cool and when i was nine years old i was super captivated the double lightsaber that's the shit yep yeah and
0: also the soundtrack duel of the fates one of the greatest
2: okay where are you at for number three
0: Uh, For my number three, I wanted a canonical martial arts type fight scene. Um, I know most people who are like really into action movies would probably have five great martial arts scenes because those are the ones that like they turn the fighting into like art. It's almost like ballet with fists and kicking. There's like a, a choreography to it that surpasses, you know, some of what you might see in lesser action movies. But so I wanted one of those. And uh, the one I went with is a very canonical one. And that is the final fight between Bruce Lee and the final boss. I think his name is Han or Han in Enter the Dragon from, I think, 1973, maybe 72, I think 73. There's a lot of good fight scenes in that movie. I mean, obviously, it was like a highly influential kung fu movie. Also kind of like a spy thriller in there, too. And there's like taking down a conspiracy. But the final bad guy boss, he's kind of holed up in his his base, and he kind of traps himself in this room that Bruce Lee breaks into. And the the really interesting visual element is that it's a room where all the walls are mirrors. And and not just like flat mirrors, but like angled mirrors. And so you're getting these crazy effects of like seeing a hundred Bruce Lee's at once, like kind of moving in this almost like fractured way around the room and the bad guy appearing, but you also don't know quite where anyone is. And so there's like flashes of action, but sometimes it's like a red herring because he punches the wall because it wasn't actually the guy. And there's just something uh, really striking about the the visual layout of this, the way this fight scene is laid out. So uh, enter the dragon, Bruce Lee really just a, a masterful and iconic fight to, to wind down that film and, uh, you know, probably a purist would put it higher than number three. But for me, that uh, it, it's, I'm not quite as into the martial arts ones in general. If I was going to choose another one, I really wanted to get one from Aung Bak Muay Thai Warrior, which was a major watching with buddies movie when I was in college. It has some Tony Jaw over the top stuff. There is like a good one at a tournament there. But again, that's one where there is a moment more than a scene that really sticks with me. And that's when. His legs light on fire, and he has to kick a guy with his legs literally on fire. Frickin' love that part of, of Agbac. Uh, I'm going with the, the Enter the Dragon. All right, for my number three,
1: my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah, so for my number three, I'm going with Inigo Montoya versus The Six-Fingered Man uh, from The Princess Bride in uh, 1987. And f- for this one, if I'm thinking of my type, this one, the choreography is fairly basic even compared to the earlier fight scene in the movie between Wesley and uh, Inigo. But um, I think this one, you'd be hard-pressed to find like uh, a fight scene that had the, the writing is absolutely stellar in it. And really, the movie has this great... It really hits all the emotions. It's kind of funny, exciting, touching sometimes, especially here. And like since the earlier fight between Wesley and Inigo, you have this promise of the fight between him and the six fingered man he earlier he says he knows exactly what he's going to say and here oh boy does he say it five or six times right and uh, it's not really as flashy as a lot of the other fights especially as dan said the uh the kung fu fights but um it's successful especially with the great writing and i wrote down it has like this uh sequence of dialogue that is in my it's so cathartic when he says uh inigo is stabbing him and slashing him he says offer me money and the six finger, 6 finger man says, yes, power to, promise me that, all that I have and more. Please, offer me everything that I ask for, anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. And then he stabbed him through the gut. And that, that moment is just so cathartic, I love it. And then just a couple of other small things. The soundtrack that kind of punctuates each of the slash and stab with musical cues is great. And also, um, when he's earlier, he talks about how the 6 finger man gave him scars on his cheeks in the same way, he kind of mimics all the wounds back at uh, as revenge back to him. Yeah, so that's my number three. Inigo Montoya versus 6 Finger Man from The
0: Princess Bride. I, I asked my wife, uh, your sister-in-law, did she have any things that she thought I should consider for it? And that was the one that she brought up. There you go.
2: Good choice. I thought about that one. But for me, number two, I have from Raiders of the Lost Ark, I was torn. I thought maybe go with the dude beating Indy down only to then get fed through the propeller of the plane. But ultimately, I'm going to go with the very brief fight in the street when the Arab swordsman steps out and does the elaborate sword swinging and, you know, Han shoots first. Harrison yeah. <laughs> Ford pulls out his gun and just blows the sword guy away because he's not going to mess with that right now. He's got other things to do. Short fight, but memorable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought about that one, too. I,
0: I couldn't quite put it up as a full fight scene, but I, I can respect the pick because it is absolutely hilarious. And it's uh, iconic. Uh, it's just brilliant, too. And it's so well-paced and done within the movie. It just gets me every time, too. Great pick. For my number two... My number two and number one, I locked in on pretty early. They're the ones that like, oh, yeah, those are my favorites fight scenes, or at least like the ones that I'm most personally connected to. But they also each kind of fit a distinct role. In this case, it is like the uh, cheesy action movie, particularly like a cheesy 21st century over the top action movie, a Jason Statham movie. This is Transporter 2, which was my jam when I was a junior in high school, Best movie watching experience for me ever. I went to a theater with two of my friends and we just were laughing the whole time at the ridiculousness of this action movie. The quips, the fight scenes, what I really love about the fight scenes is the great use of props. There's so many of them and it's so creative, the The fight choreography with the props. And the scene in particular I'm going to pick is Jason Statham is getting chased by villains and they're coming after him with weapons. And the only weapon he has is he? he's looking around and he grabs a fire hose. He punches through glass and grabs the fire hose. And so he's kind of using it as, like, almost a nunchuck and, like, swinging it around and taking out people and kind of, like, tying them up with the hose. And people are coming at him with, like, axes and hammers and stuff. And he's, like, kind of turning it around on them and, like, using the, the fire hose as, like, a rope to, like, re-angle the weapons and stuff. Just some really terrific prop work. Um, a lot of fun to watch. And... Of course, the stinger is he's just about gotten everyone and they're all like getting up and coming in to like, uh, uh, you know, get him. And what does he do? He turns on the limp fire hose and it, it like turns high pressure and like they get flung into the air. And one guy gets like dragged into the corner by like the, the hose tautening Like it's like a horror movie, almost like a creature pulling him in. It's a terrific punchline for an already terrific scene one of my favorites. There's a lot of great ones from that movie. There's another one where he uses like this really long rod and it's like eight feet long, which is just like so awkwardly long, but he uses, he comes up with like really creative stuff to do with it. A lot of great ones from, from Transporter 2 that, that yeah, it's a personal favorite of mine. Yeah. So, so the fire hose scene is, is my pick.
1: Yeah. My number two is, Brian mentioned a fight from this franchise, but not the specific one that I have chosen. And that is, Anakin versus Obi-Wan at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And I am, I'm pretty much a sucker for like franchise movies. I love Star Wars. I thought about bringing uh, a Marvel fight between specifically Iron Man versus Captain America and the Winter Soldier from Captain America Civil War. I even thought about bringing a Pirates of the Caribbean fight. The water wheel fight from Pirates of the Caribbean 2 is a particular favorite of mine. I love these franchise action sort of comedy, exciting blockbusters. You know, as much flack as the prequels get for their writing, I think you really you, you can't really fault them for the like the um, visuals or the action choreography. But honestly, the more I think about it, like you could, I'm convinced you could make a good argument for any lightsaber fight in the uh, Star Wars series to be your favorite or to be the best because they're all pretty darn good. Uh, this one's my favorite because I saw it when I was a kid and I love the over the top. Uh, action of them like walk like swinging back and forth on ropes while they swing lightsabers each other the really melodramatic dialogue the really like it's literally the world is like a lot it's like hell around them it's lava as the uh, empire falls and it's intercut with darcidious fighting yoda literally in the senate chamber throwing these senate seats at each other and everything like that yeah this one's my favorite and i think it's the choreography is great it's as brian said it's a little bit twirly and over the top compared to some of the other ones But I love it. It's so flashy. It's so crazy. Uh, The other Star Wars one I was considering was the hallway scene at the end of Rogue One, where Darth Vader slaughters all of the rebels as they're trying to get the plans away. That was my other favorite. But I ended up going with this one, Anakin versus Obi-Wan for Revenge of the Sith, for my uh, number three.
2: Number two, right? Sorry, number two, yeah.
0: So I think we're down to our number one. Brian, what do you have as your favorite fight scene in movie history. All right,
2: the big number one for me comes from a movie I've mentioned a couple times, never I don't think in a top 5 yet, but it's Rocky IV. And I was strongly thinking I might pick the fight near the beginning when it's Ivan Drago versus Apollo Creed and he just straight up beats Carl Weathers to death in the ring after he's had this big patriotic American introduction. But that's pretty bleak. I think I'm going to go with the fight at the end when Rocky prevails. He gets his revenge, but he doesn't relish it. He, you know, it's in the spirit of competition. He's not a monster like Ivan Drago. And he makes this big Cold War ending speech about how we can bond through sport. And it's really. You know, maybe a little ironically, but I think genuinely it's one of my favorite Cold War films. I think it really does a good job summing up the nature of the conflict and the era. Interesting. It's up there with Dr. Strangelove. At least from the American perspective. Do yeah. you think
0: it also captures the Soviet perspective too? The scrappy underdog
1: beating the genetic freak, <laughs> freak Soviet, yeah. <laughs> I think so.
2: Okay. <laughs> I think it's fair. It's pretty even-handed. What about you, Dan? So my last
0: category is one I probably could have done a top five just in this category. And it is indeed the franchise fight scene. I went with, again, this was really the no brainer for me. um, One of my favorite movies ever, period. Uh, Pretty easily the first one I thought of, at least for my favorite fight scene ever. And that is from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. And that is the train fight scene in Spider-Man 2. It actually starts on a tower. It's Doc Ock versus Spider-Man. And it is just an absolute masterclass of creative fight design and choreography and just terrific direction at like this really kinetic scene. But you always know what's going on. And it's so visually pleasing and satisfying. It starts on this tower with uh, Doc Ock, like taking pieces of the tower and flinging them at Spider-Man, who's like using his webs to re-manipulate them. Very cool, all while like flying and falling and stuff. They land on this train. So many cool things happen on this train. You got tentacles flying through windows. Spider-Man has to like jump and shape his body so he can fit through grates on bridges. People popping up, all sorts of stuff. And then what really elevates it to to greatest of all time for me is, you know, Spider-Man at this point is facing a crisis of his faith. Does he actually care about serving the greater good when it's costing him himself. And Doc Ock, of course, has become psychopathic with the AI of the tentacles taking over his brain and his obsession with, you know, elevating humankind at all costs, even if it costs the lives of many people. So you have kind of all these struggles and ideologies feeding into what ends up being this really moving and powerful scene where Doc Ock, the way that he quote unquote wins the fight is he's like, all right, I'm just gonna let the train go and leave, and so Spider-Man basically has to decide: Is he going to? What is he going to do? And he he has to figure out how to stop the train. He it like shoots out these webs to slow it down, tries all these things, and it like costs him all his strength. It's tough to watch because of like you can tell. Raimi does a terrific job of showing the physical toll it takes on Spider-Man throughout this, and then again, even elevated more because he successfully but only barely stops the train from careening off the tracks and he's about to collapse and the people in the train kind of save him and uh, thank him. And it's got a lot of this Jesus imagery, this heaven imagery of like this guy who's achieved salvation despite his struggle. And it it legitimately brings me to tears when I watch it. It's like it's for a a pulpy action comic book movie. It's like just tremendous at taking the everything that makes comics – exciting with action and heroes and superpowers and the stake of innocent civilians in the balance and just turns it into this really uh, personal struggle that's, that's really effective and, and brilliantly done. Uh, favorite comic book movie, uh, favorite fight scene ever, the train scene, Spider-Man two, Sam Raimi, Toby Maguire playing Peter Parker and our, our new pal, now that he's appeared in two Goods Picks,
2: uh, Alfred Molina. Also, after listening back to that episode, remember that he had a voice role in Gravity Falls.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, and he was in Raiders, which is
2: uh, what you just uh, talked oh, about. Oh, there right. you go. Yep, lots of Alfred Molina connections. Yeah, that's a, that's a great scene. I actually forgot that it started out with them fighting. I just remembered him saving the train. Mm-hmm. But part of the whole thing is his suit gets ripped off when he's doing saving the train, and so then everybody on the train agrees to share his secret because he of what he sacrificed for them
1: yeah he he's just a kid like there's like they're like talking about uh toby mcguire yeah. there good scene certainly an iconic scene
2: and i like
0: every phase of of that whole scene everything about that fight scene works for me so that's my number one will what is your number one my number one comes from my absolute favorite film franchise
1: ever my absolute favorite movies ever that is the lord of the rings movies I know earlier we said no battle scenes. If we were including battle scenes, my number one would be the battle for Helm's Deep at the climax of Lord of the Rings The Two Towers. But because we are not, we are limiting the scope here. My number one pick is the death of Boromir, the climax of Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. So Boromir is like, he's like the tragic member of the Fellowship. So we see him in the first one, he gets tempted by the ring and he tries to take it from Frodo. And then Frodo runs away. And immediately after that, the Urukai descend upon the Fellowship to attack, and then we get this great scene of Boromir fighting off the Urukai, protecting Merry and Pippin. Uh, he's killing everybody all around, blowing his horn, uh, begging for reinforcements, and he takes an arrow to the gut. And he gets up and he continues to fight, and he keeps going, kill a more Urukai, and then he takes another arrow to the gut, but that's not enough to stop Boromir, who stands up and continues to fight. Even as uh, the urukai swarm over him, and nobody has come to him, uh, help him protect these little hobbits, finally the third arrow brings him to his knees. They they take Merry and Pippin and run off, and the head urukai shows up, and he's about to drop the fourth arrow into Boromir's head when Aragorn leaps out of nowhere, tackles the urukai to the ground, and they we have possibly the best one-on-one fight from the uh, trilogy, culminating in the best death of any villain where uh, the Urukai gets stabbed, and then he pulls the sword further into his gut and is, like, snarling at Aragorn, and then Aragorn beheads him. And then he goes down to Boromir, and the first thing Boromir says is, they took the little ones! And anyway, it's really, I get uh, misty-eyed every time because he's, he's, like, so invested in protecting them, especially right after he sort of uh, faltered due to the influence of the ring. He's got the the great final death monologue where he talks about how the world... It's going to fall to ruin, and then Aragorn's like, I don't know what power is in my blood, but whatever it is, I will use it to save us or whatever. And his death quote, Sean Bean, great at dying, says, I would have followed you, my brother, my captain, my king. Great scene, my absolute favorite, fight scene. Just a couple of side notes. There's one point where the Aragorn gets a dagger thrown at his face, and you see him deflect it with his sword. That was a mistake. The dagger wasn't supposed to go towards his head. But Viggo Mortensen is just enough of a badass that he was able to knock the dagger out of the air with his sword, uh, despite the choreography. And of course, the score in the film is great. Howard Shore's soundtrack for uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, one of the absolute best of all time. Really just a great scene in my favorite movie or my favorite movie series of all time. Yeah, that's about all there
0: is to say. Nice. I definitely I probably would have included the the fight on the wheel in Pirates 2 if I had thought of that. That was a good pull, Will. I didn't even think of that one.
2: Oh, that one was in my mind. I was actually, earlier in the week, I would have had the first duel between Will and Jack in the first movie. When they're clinking the swords and it matches with the music. Yeah, it's ding, a great one. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. One of my favorite movie themes. And then they're like jumping along the rafters in that blacksmith shop. Man. Okay. Honorable mention to that one. That was supposed to go on the list and I forgot. Yeah. The the water
1: wheel scene is my favorite because I think it, especially the second Pirates movie, is a little underrated. Mm -hmm. I think most people agree the first one's quite good, but I think people don't like to praise the second or third one as much. And I think the second one has some of the most... Or the fourth or fifth. Oh, well, we don't talk about... No, I've seen the fourth one. I don't think I've seen the fifth one. But uh, I love the second and third. The third gets a little bit out there, but the, 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 the second one I love. And that water wheel scene is, my, in my opinion, the best scene in the movie and the most iconic pirate's way because it's just so, like, ridiculous. The, the, the wheels rolling around. You get Jack Sparrow being Jack Sparrow and then climbing
0: all over the wheel. Anyway, yeah, great scene. Well, this was fun. Will, thank you very much for suggesting we watch and discuss They Live. Thank you also for having us select our top five fight scenes. I think that was fun to talk through. And we had zero overlap, right? Yeah, zero no overlap. overlap. 15, uh, some honorable mention overlap, I yeah, suppose. So, Brian, I think you are going to kick
2: us off with a the theme month now. Is that right? That's right. So this one's been brewing for a while. If you've kept your ear to the ground, you probably know what it is. But I wanted to line up some movies which are animated feature films, that came out prior to the year 1990, made by studios other than Disney. So just some deeper-cut, older animated features. I know that Dan's a big animated fan, and I wanted to talk some older selections. Back in the days when non-Disney Studios were scarcer, we didn't have Blue Sky and... Illumination, illumination and all those other ones in the game. Of course, some of them are being now bought up by Disney. So who knows how much longer we're going to have that status quo. But I just want to turn our attention back through the years and take a look at some of these older cartoon movies. Awesome. I'm excited. What's the, the first one that we're going to watch? All right. So first one, Will, I think you'll be interested in this. Is I want to watch the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings as well as the Rankin Bass Hobbit and Return of the King. Oh, wow. So we're doing a, a Tolkien mega
0: triple feature yeah.
2: Lord of the Rings trilogy, but boom, not boom, the boom. one you think of. <laughs> if only I was still
0: here. Oh, that's awesome. So, and we're crossing animation studios too,
2: right? That's right. So it's a grab bag of talents here, grab bag of styles. Ralph Bakshi has got his like. Uh, not motion capture, what do they call it? Rotoscoping, uh, which is a very interesting look. And then the Rankin-Bass is more uh, traditional, lower-budget TV animation, but it has some songs. So definitely kind of a style clash in some ways. But Ralph Bakshi didn't have full funding. He didn't get all the way through his project. So there was bits and pieces of the story that were not told. So Cool. Well, this this will be really interesting.
0: And I'm looking forward to old school animation month we got is that the branded name we can think about it it. i don't know we'll see yeah so i'm i'm excited for that and uh yeah as always thank you listeners thank you will thank you brian for joining us on the goods a film podcast bye later bye